Hi, I'm John. I'm one of the pastors at Victory and I'm also the director of our provincial churches. At Victory, we are committed to plant churches all over the Philippines, believing that together we can disciple this nation. Hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. All right. So, we are in this series called What Shapes Us, which is a series on our statement of faith. It's a victory, no? And uh, we're concluding our series today on the church. And ang power po ng statement of faith, which by the way, that's another thing na antagal natin pinag-isipan niya. Do we come out with a statement of faith? Because uh, for up until now, we just said na Vicri believes according to the Philippine Council of Evangelical Churches statement of faith, so parang inaano na lang, which is valid. But over the years we wrestled, do we need to develop our own specific statement of faith? So the statement of faith that we've been reading for the past few weeks, and we will do again next year, by the way. So this is one of our most important sermon series. The best minds, if I can say that, of every nation, victory and every nation, pinagsama-sama talaga natin to craft and put into words uh, what we believe as a spiritual family, every nation in victory, about some of the most important doctrines of the Bible and Christianity. So again, we will end it today for this year, but babalikan natin siya next year. And so, would you just join me? You don't have to stand up. And what it does, what a statement of faith does is it clarifies. Ano ba talaga yung paniniwala natin? Ano ba yung non-negotiables ng Christianity? Ano yung, sa total lang, I'm not even exaggerating, ano yung ikamamatay natin? Kasi once we define that, the rest, okay na yan. Okay lang, iba yung paniniwala. Okay lang dyan. May flexibility tayo dyan. Pero pagdating dito, walang flexibility. This is what being a Christian means. And at the same time, naipapasa natin to future generations. Kung ano yung ipapaglaban natin again as every nation in victory. So today, we will talk about the church and you don't have to stand up, but let's read together our statement on the church. And when I say read, we'll show it on the screen. Let's read it thoughtfully. Huwag yung parang medyo binabasa natin na iniintindi natin. Alright? Can we show that on the screen? Our statement on the church. Nababasa nyo ba? Okay, good. Alright. Sige. Alright? One, two, three. Together. We believe in one holy, universal, and apostolic church, the body of Christ, of which He is the head. Holy people on mission, the visible church, is expressed in gathered communities where believers assemble to pray, worship, hear God's word, receive the sacraments, and fellowship with one another. Through the ministry of His Spirit, faithful disciples, and biblically qualified leaders, Christ builds and grows His church. Alright? And so, our text this morning is Ephesians chapter 2. And what I'll do is for the next 30 minutes, I will trace the work of God through Ephesians 2. We'll start in verse 1 and magla-landing tayo later sa verse uh, 22, all the way to the end. Um, and we'll just get, go a uh, big picture trace of the work of God in our lives and in this world na makikita natin culminates in the building and establishing of the church. Okay? Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. And you were dead 
in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. And let me pause for a few seconds here. Pag sinabi ni Paul, prince of the power of the air, sa Tagalog, demonyo. Okay? Sinusundan natin yung demonyo. Alright? The spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. Holy Spirit, we submit to you this morning. We thank you for your presence that is with us. Bless the preaching and the teaching of the word. Renew our minds, transform our hearts, and shape our lives into the image of Christ. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Ang ginawa po ni Paul dyan, parang pinamukha niya sa atin kung gano'ng kasuklam-suklam yung kondisyon natin when we were still living in sin. Okay, sabi niya, di ba, we were all dead. Patay tayo sa kasalanan natin. Followers tayo ng demonyo. We were ruled by our flesh. And worse, we were objects of the wrath of God. Ganun kalayo yung binagsak natin. Wala sa condition ng man in the original creation when man enjoyed perfect fellowship with God, perfect fellowship with others, perfect fellowship with creation. Yan yung kinabagsakan natin because of sin. And alam naman, alam naman natin, because of sin, it broke our relationship with God. And maybe ang pinakanakakalungkot na epekto nung pagka-break ng relationship natin kay Lord, we lost the privilege of God's abiding presence. Okay? So that theme, God's presence, is something that I will... Actually, yun yung parang tatahin ng entire message ko this morning is the presence of God. Kasi naalala nyo, in Genesis 1 and 2, God walked the garden with Adam and Eve. God spoke to Adam and Eve face to face as a man with his friend. We lost that because we fell into sin. And because we stood in condemnation, God had to save us and He couldn't save us. Uh, we couldn't save ourselves. And so God first chose Israel, di ba? He picked a people through whom God would reveal Himself to the world. May kita ng buong mundo, oh, ganito pala. Pag sumamba ka sa Panginoon, ganito pala mangyayari sa buhay mo. And so God set, a, set apart Israel for that purpose. Now, if we think about it, what set apart Israel from all other nations? Only one thing. They had the same problems as all other nations. They went through famine. They went through wars. Uh, di ko alam, uh, nag-aaway-aaway rin sila. Isa lang bagay set Israel apart. The presence of God among them. Diba? Whether it was the burning bush when God revealed Himself through Moses, whether, whether it was on Mount Sinai when God entered into a covenant with Israel, whether it was as a pillar of, of, of a cloud, pillar of cloud by day, or a pillar of fire by night when they were going through the desert, whether it was a tabernacle or whether it was a temple, only Israel could claim that God dwelt among them. <clears throat> and God's purpose was 
so that the nations would be drawn to Israel. Ang problema, instead of the nations being drawn to Israel, si Israel na-draw sa ibang nations. Di ba, paulit-ulit sinasabi ni Israel, we want to be just like other nations. So, sumamba sila sa mga idols ng ibang nations. And so, the greatest tragedy in the history of Israel in the Old Testament, it wasn't in, nung inokupa sila ng Babylon, it wasn't nung na-exile sila, it wasn't nung nasira ang Jerusalem, it was when in Ezekiel 10, it says there, the glory of the Lord departed from Israel. <clears throat> the presence of God left Israel in the same way that Adam and Eve lost the abiding presence of God. And when Israel lost the presence of God, what happened to Israel? They became, as they had always wanted, just like any other nation. They were no longer set apart. The one distinctive <clears throat> that Israel had, they lost it. And so Magmulanon, if you trace the Old Testament, most of the Old Testament prophecies that Israel hold on to was the promise that God would return once again and dwell among His people. When they realized the gravity of their mistake and rebellion and sin, and idolatry and lost the presence of God, the one hope they held on to was a prophetic promise from Ezekiel, from Jeremiah, from Isaiah, that God would one day come back and live among His people. Then the Messiah came. Okay, God Himself in the flesh. And Jesus lived okay, a sinless life and died on the cross for our sins. So, basahin natin ngayon. So verses 11 to 14 naman. <clears throat> what Jesus did for us. Verse 11 to 14. Therefore, remember that at one time, you Gentiles, okay, just notice ha, kanina, personal yung address ni Paul, you. Diba? We, as an individual ngayon, collective na, lahat ng Gentiles, tayo na. Okay? Remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Verse 12. Remember that you were at the time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now. Pansin Kanina. But God. Ngayon naman. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in His flesh. In other words, the cross, the dividing wall of hostility. Ituloy ko na, wala ata yung verse 15. Um, that He might create in Himself one new man, in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, killing the hostility. And He came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. You know, the amazing thing about the work of the cross is that not only did it provide for us personal forgiveness, it broke down in the flesh of Christ the dividing walls of hostility between races, 
between generations, between cultures, between socioeconomic backgrounds, be between political fences, and between even genders. So through the cross, ang nangyari, Jesus forgave us our sins, but He was also forming a new people. Dati, yung people of God, Israel lang, limited to one ethnicity. Under the new covenant, through the cross, the new people of God would become diverse from every culture, every language, every nation, every gender, every generation, every socioeconomic background. We together, we become the people of God. No longer limited to one ethnicity. So ngayon, the question remained. Eh, kailan babalik si Lord? Kailan babalik yung presence si Lord? Kasi Jesus nga came in the flesh. Eh, nawala naman, umalis ulit, bumalik sa langit, di ba? Well, before ascending to heaven, Jesus instructed the disciples, sabi niya, wait ha, wait for the promised Holy Spirit. Huwag mo nakikikilas, wait for the promised Holy Spirit. And so on Pentecost, in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the gospel. Yung mga tao nga, nakita sila Peter, sabi, lasing ba kayo? Sabi ni Peter, no, 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 no. Okay? And then this is how Peter explained to everyone, this is what's happening, this is what you are witnessing. He quoted Acts chapter 2, verses 16 to 18 and verse 21. Sabi ni Peter, but this, referring to what was happening, nakita nila, is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. Ito yung prophesy ni Joel. Verse 17, in the last days it shall be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants. In those days, I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And as soon as Peter finished preaching, the 3,000, the Bible says, the 3,000 men from every nation, iba-ibang lahe, iba-ibang kultura, iba-ibang lingwahe, the Holy Spirit fell on them. Okay? Now, let's pause for a few seconds. Isot niyo yung Old Testament hat niyo. Okay? That was unbelievable and incredibly remarkable. Because you have to understand, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit only fell on a few individuals for a limited time to perform a specific task. Whether it was Gideon, whether it was Saul, whether it was Samson, konti lang yung nabagsakan ng Holy Spirit. But here, during Pentecost, in Acts 2, Everyone who believed was filled by the Holy Spirit, as prophesied by Joel. Okay? Not just the 12 apostles, not only the 120 disciples, but everyone who heard and responded to the gospel. Therefore, okay, to the point I'm trying to make. Okay, I said all of that to say this. Therefore, the Holy Spirit is the fulfillment of the promise of God to return and dwell again among His people. And again, under the new covenant, the people of God, hindi mga lang, it's anyone and everyone 
who hears and accepts the gospel. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you are the fulfillment of the promise of God to dwell again and return among His people. What Adam and Eve lost, okay, let's give God a big hand. Yung winola ni Adam and Eve in Genesis 3, ni restore ni Lord through His death and resurrection and through you and I as His church here in the world. And that's why if you read the New Testament, if you read Paul and his theology and the Holy Spirit, above all else, the Holy Spirit for Paul was the return of the promise of God of His presence among His people. So, siguro, okay, Pastor Michael gets ko sinasabi nyo, anong connection sa church? Okay, thank you for asking that question. Okay, so nasa dulo na tayo ng Ephesians ngayon, verses 20 to 22. Verse 20, Christ Jesus Himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure, listen to this, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In Him, you also are being built together into, listen to this, a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit now lives inside every one of us. It brings us together. It brings us together as the new covenant people of God. And the Spirit now builds us literally into the dwelling place of God. Think about this. When we gather together, we are the dwelling place of God. That's why in the New Testament, wala nang temple. In fact, in the New Testament, the temple now refers to the church. We are the dwelling place of God in this world. And so here's my point for all of you this morning. The church is the presence of God in the communities where God places us. Again, we lost the presence in Genesis 3. And in order to redeem the world, God had to dwell in temporary places, whether it was a tabernacle or a temple. But through the Holy Spirit, there is no longer a need for a temporary structure for God to dwell in because He now lives in our hearts. And when we come together, we are literally the temple of God in this world. Now, hindi ko na nyo. First week of October, meron tayong, Victory is part of a global family of churches called Every Nation. No? And every three years po, meron tayong World Conference every three years. Sa 2026, by the way, tayo mag-host. Philippines, okay? Ang, ang World Conference. And wala naman to sa message ko, pero excited po lang ang buong mundo. Pagka Philippines ang nag-host, Maniwala kayo sa hindi, buong mundo dadating. Talagang, they, they really want to see what God is doing in and through victory in the Philippines. So anyway, pero this year po sa Cape Town, South Africa tayo, uh, no first week of October, dun tayo sa ano, Cape Town International Convention Center. 71 nations were represented where we have every nation churches and about 5,000 delegates. Now, we stayed, kami ni Pio, we stayed another week after the conference. So after the conference, nag-ask yung Cape Town International Convention Center, CTICC, ng meeting with the Every Nation organizers. 
So, nagulit naman yung every nation leader sa atin. Ah, sige, kaya lang tapos na kasi yung conference. Okay na tayo. Bayad na. Maayos sa lahat. Thank you. Ang galing ng service. So, so nagulit sila nag-ask ng meeting. Pero, pumunta yung every nation leaders. And then, minit sila ng chief commercial officer ng CTICC. And nagpasalamat yung officers. Laking pasalamat niya. Maraming salamat na kinonsider niyo yung CTICC at dito niyo ginawa yung conference. And this is the words. Hindi krisyano to ha. Ito yung words ng CTICC commercial officer. Sabi niya, sabi niya, actually gusto ko lang makipag-meet kasi gusto ko sabihin sa inyo, there was, in his words, a shift in the atmosphere. Nung nag-meet po kayo dito, how many days? Three days? No? Four days? We are there four days. Nagbago yung ihip ng hangin. Sabi nung, hindi krisyano kaya hindi niya alam paano i-phrase. Sabi lang niya, there was a shift in the atmosphere. In fact, buong staff felt this. They were talking about it, yung staff. Kaya nga, nagulat sila na lahat sila, yun ang pakiramdam. Kaya, pwede bang i-meet ulit natin itong mga every nation na to kasi gusto nila maintindihan kung ano yun. To the point where two of the staff ng Cape Town International Convention said, surrendered their lives to Jesus. Including yung isa was planning already to commit suicide. But because nagbago yung ihip ng hangin, Nag-ano. And then, a week after, medyo, pag kasi pumunta kayo sa Africa, may mga safari-safari na tinatawag. So, nag-safari kami ng wife ko together with two other, every, actually, three other every nation families. Isang South African family, isang Malaysian, at dalawang Malaysian families, mga pastor lahat, ganyan. Um, eh, eh, Siyempre, vacation mode naman kami, di ba? So, hindi naman kami naka-necktie, hindi naman kami, wala naman kaming suot na victory shirt or every nation. Yung t-shirt, shorts, Crocs, ganyan. Tapos kwentuhan, tawanan. Yeah, puro hype. Yung mga, anong mga itsura ng ganyan? Saan makakahita ng ganyan? ganyan. E may guide kami na local. Local black African. At the end of the four days, nung nag-goodbye na kami sa kanya, alam mo sabi sa amin ni GK yung pangalan niya, Thank you for bringing Jesus to us. Huh? Nagulat kami. I mean, never naman namin, never naman kami nagpaka... Ako nga pala si Pastor Michael, ito si Pastor Simon, Pastor Timothy, Pastor Posing. Walang... Wala lang. At si Timothy, si Simon. Kasi nga, bakasyon kami. Pero naramdaman niya, hindi ko alam, sa alaskahan namin, or hindi ko alam, sa na siguro mga kristyano to mga to. Those are his words. Thank you for bringing Jesus to us. See, the gospel, remember, and the gospel is what created the church. And it's the church that embodies the gospel now. If you are the presence of God, the gospel is the only message that can bring people together. That's the honest truth. Whenever, di ba, whenever meron kang diverse group, different nations, languages, culture, iba yung mga political beliefs, iba yung generation, iba yung, i, uh, sigurado magbabanggaan yan. Okay, there is, itaga mo na sa bato, di ba, may differences, may clashes, may conflict. How can you bring everyone together? Only one answer, the gospel. Why? Because binasa nga natin, verse 15 says, Jesus Himself is our peace. Pag tayo-tayo lang, mag-aaway talaga tayo. But when our lives revolve around Jesus Christ and His Word, it will bring us together. He makes us one. Why? Because twice it says, He broke down in His flesh the dividing walls of hostility. Balikan ko yung conference natin. Ano? Nung late kasi natatapos, 9 p.m. Okay? E yung iba, e maaga mag-start yung evening session, mga 6. So maraming hindi pa nakapaghapunan. Okay? So, Yung isang gabi, nung 9pm, um, eh, 5,000 yun, di ba? 
hindi ko hindi ako kasama doon eh siguro mga I think mga 200 of the delegates ended up going to one restaurant na seven colors ang tawag nagimbal yung restaurant hindi sila handa 9 pm 9:30 na 9:15 na magsasara na kami biglang 200 yung dumating so na-shock sila ganyan so mali-mali yung order late yung mga order nagkansela ng mga order parang ganyan pero nagulat yung may-ari Sino ba itong mga to? Kasi yung mga customer, imbis na magalit, imbis na umangal, nagtatawanan at nagkakantahan daw. Okay? And so, we know this because, same thing, a week after the conference, nag-email yung may-ari. Hindi ko alam saan pinadaan eh. Kasi hindi naman siya Christian, hindi rin siya every nation. Siguro nag-google ng every nation kung ano yung nagpadala siyang email. Ito yung sabi niya sa email. I don't know whom to contact. But I just wanted to say thank you. Sabi niya, I felt the love of God through everyone's generosity in love, prayer, and patience. Sabi niya, my husband and I felt God's love through your church. How many of you know, sharean mo na lang ng gospel yan. Mababorn again na yan, di ba? Ganun lang, ano. Kaya pagpila natin sa bibing ka mamaya, isi-isi lang ha, okay? Ayos lang tayo ha. Parang kagabi, galing kami sa Victory Alabang 25th anniversary, hindi ako makasingit sa mga ibang sa dapat. Ingat tayo paglabas ng parking kasi puro mga taga-church dapat. Dapat kristyano tayo ngayon, diba? Okay. Now remember, okay, ang mundo ko ngayon kasi it forces us to take sides. Pinipilit tayo to take sides on every issue possible. But and usually political, if I can be honest. And remember, God gave the sword, meaning politics, government, and justice, to the state. Trabaho ng state yan, yung sword. Okay, the church should never be the voice of the sword. And matters of politics and government and justice, laging may sides yan. Dapat, dapat may sides. But ang church, we are never the voice of the sword. We are always the voice of the cross. So, may side rin tayo, but it's always the side of the cross. Whenever we look at issues, ang tanong lang dyan, what does the gospel have to say about this issue? Not ano yung kinikilingan kong politika, sino yung, yung kinakampihan kong politiko, sino, hindi, ang tanong, what does the gospel say? And again, the church is the embodiment of the gospel in this world today. And I'll close with this question. It's a question every victory church asks itself. Have we been exhibiting and demonstrating the presence of God in our community? To the place where yung magtataho kanina umaga, yung security guard ng RS Square dyan, yung mga katabi nating mga negosyo, yung ano, Tuesday ba na? Tuesday, nakainan dyan. Yung ramdam nila na ajan may church dyan. Yung people of God, andyan yan. Mabubuting tao yan, mababait yan. Okay, nangbe-bless yan mga yan, di ba? So that's a question we always ask ourselves because it's not, it's not just about coming together and worshiping. It is literally make, making disciples of the community and impacting the world. So again, in closing, the Holy Spirit is a fulfilled promise of God to return and dwell among His people. The Holy Spirit now works to join, grow, and build the church to become God's dwelling place here. And it is this presence of God among us that we bring into communities that is the tr true hope that brings lasting transformation.
Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join the Victory Group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us in discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.